0: No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Today, we're gonna to talk about, you don't have to show up to every fight you're invited to. That there's so much of what we do that is tied to our our attitude, our mindset, our determination of what we want to do and how we want to do it. And it's really important that today you are deliberate about how you engage and with whom you engage. Social media has made it so crazy for people to just be nasty and ugly anonymously. And we have lost the ability to have constructive discourse. So today I want you to be very deliberate because it takes at least a step and it takes practice to be very deliberate about what you are going to engage with, with whom you're going to engage and how you're going to engage, because all of those decisions are your choice. All of those decisions are your choice. And it's so important as leaders that we recognize that one, someone is always watching and two, it's okay to protect your own peace. Now, I saw a post the other day that someone said, I just love Keanu Reeves because he says, I reached a point where I just protect my peace and I don't argue with anyone. He said, if you come at me and say two plus two equals five, I'm like, great, you're right, have a great day, and I move on. He does not engage at all with anyone in any argument. Now that's extreme peace, right? That is really extreme peace. And so activists will tell you, Ah, uh, you can't do that. You gotta speak up, right? And and at some level, you do have to speak up about things injustices and and just errors. You need to speak up about that kind of stuff. Um, but you don't have to argue about everything under the sun. And you most certainly don't have to argue in a way that is ugly or nasty or mean or hateful or any of those things, right? You don't have to argue about that. You don't have to argue that way. But what you do need to do is sit and think about the situation that you're in and decide How am I going to engage? Am I going to even decide to engage on this topic with this person? It's a choice. It is a choice. Even in your company, it's a choice. So I have two stories for you today that will demonstrate this situation that I want you to think about. The first one is recent. So all of my videos um, and shorts are posted on my YouTube channel. And so my producer, my credible producer Jay, Destroying Media, is um, posting my shorts out there. And so there was a short that was a couple of weeks ago that said, you, basically you have to put yourself on the list first. You have to be first in order to serve other people. And it's gotten, you know, 1,500, 2,000 likes or something or views and, and some comments. And I still got to figure out why my YouTube is not commenting, showing me comments well. But there was a comment that someone said about how that's simply not true. You cannot put yourself first and and then started down an intellect argument that it is about intellect. And if you can't compartmentalize, it's an intellectual challenge, essentially, I'm, I'm very much paraphrasing. And when I first read this, I'm like, well, that's interesting. And I wrote back and I said, well, but both things can be true. It's not an intellectual argument. It's not an intellectual argument. It is an argument around if you prioritize yourself and you make sure you're good, then you can tackle anything, right? So then I get and post a paragraph, like a book later, back today. And it said, essentially, it is intellectual. Um, Do better, Rutledge. You seem to be smart, so I know you could do better. I mean, that's how it ended, right? And then there was stuff in the beginning that was like, well, well, that's not true because then people, firefighters go in and save people, even p- kids that aren't theirs. And, and w- did MLK only think about himself? I mean, you know, that kind of v- extreme argument. And the person was actually, it was a little passive aggressive, but they were, for the most part, pretty respectful. And the whole point of my show, and the reason I name it that, is it's called The Rutledge Perspective. It's called perspective for a reason. Now, mainly because I have a perspective and I like sharing my perspective, but also because I am adamant about, it is important that you get a different perspective in order to either solidify or negate your own, or just modify it a little bit. Perspective is important on so many frames. And so when you get into a situation where you are dealing with an employee, a colleague, a boss, a customer, right, or client. And it's a little contentious. How are you going to show up to that situation? Are you even going to engage in that situation? And are you willing or ready or able or capable of engaging with that particular individual? Right? There's there's different nuances to the the question of engagement. So this person wrote this 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 comment and and you know, at one point in time I would have either just deleted it or ignored it or been really nasty back or something. And I I just wasn't. So my first sentence back to the person was, this is such a great discussion. I am so glad you said that, right? That's how I started, and I meant it. I didn't, I wasn't being facetious. I actually meant it. Like this is great discourse. This is why I do these things. And went on to talk about how, you know, look, both things can be true, right? It's not an intellect issue, it's a nervous system issue. We respond to things because our nervous system says we are or are not safe. And that's our immediate first response as beings. And then our conscious mind comes in and we decide how we wanna respond to that, right? So the first thing is, is just nervous system. And so taking things in context, and that's why I say you have to be careful about how you want to engage. You have to really understand the context in which someone is speaking because, I further went to say, you know, it's very interesting that you say what I've implied, but there's a difference between implication, right? And inference. And what you inferred was that those things were mutually exclusive, or that I meant self-serving, self-centered, narcissistic behavior, which is not what I meant. What I meant was, and what I said was, you gotta be good so you can serve other people. Even firefighters gotta be in good shape before they can serve other people, right? MLK was on a mission a mission for freedom. But to say that he never thought about him, I don't think is fair, nor do I think it's true. Now, I don't know MLK, right? But I'm thinking broadly about his life and about the things that he said, right? And at the foundation of that was a mission that he had, his divine mission from the divine. That's what drove him. The mission that was given to him that he was adamant and determined to follow. That mission happened to be one of freedom. It happened to be one of content of your character. It happened to be one that was bigger than him. That was the mission. That doesn't mean he wasn't ever thinking about himself, that he wasn't being healthy, that he wasn't surrounding himself with an entourage that had his back, right? So it's really important that you engage in a way that allows for other perspectives. So the other thing this person said is, you're a person that doesn't want anybody to say something different to you or to be contrary to you. And I actually laughed out loud because I thought, I don't think you listen to my other stuff. Because see, one of my big things is don't surround yourself with yes people. I love a good conversation. I love a deep, heated, pointed, purposeful conversation. And there are times I'm like, you know what? You are exactly right. You are right. You are right. I did not think of it that way. You are absolutely right. And so I said that in the thing. I'm like, no, actually, I don't surround myself with yes people. Go listen to my podcast. It talks about that, (laughs) right? But it was a whole engagement that could have been really nasty, especially because it's on social media especially because there are really no faces. I mean, my face is there because he's looking at a video, but there's no other faces behind that thing. So it's easy to be nasty and ugly and and, and all the things, all the ists, right, and all the isms when you're behind a screen and a keyboard. But I got to choose how I wanted to engage. I got to choose whether I was gonna show up to that fight, right, that that quote that says, you don't have to show up to every fight you're invited to. I really did enjoy the perspective. And I didn't disagree with the whole perspective. It was just the perspective for me was fairly narrow and was fairly black and white. And it wasn't an intellect conversation. It wasn't an an inference that the only thing that matters is you, because that's not true. And I don't believe that. And I've never said that, right? And this is also what happens when you look at clips of things. That's why I say get educated. When you are a leader, you know, we move really fast. The world moves fast. And what happens is we get little short snippets of information, we get short experiences, we get bursts, right, of ideas. And we take those and we extrapolate those to be the full truth. But that's not necessarily the case. It's not necessarily the full truth. And because we get little pieces and we act upon those, It sometimes means that we engage in a discussion, an argument, a topic with inappropriate people or inappropriate ways at inappropriate times. Because we aren't really prepared for that argument or our mindset is such that we're ready for an argument. Right, we come in loaded for bear, we're ready for the fight. And I would argue for you as you go through this week and you get those things that are asking you or encouraging you or even just giving space to you to show up crazy mad angry all that stuff practice the pause is this really how i want to show up to this argument number one is this a kenyana reeves moment and you know what you're right i'm done <laughs> you're right have a great day you're right mm-hmm. and then you keep it moving or are you on the other end that's like, you know what? This is just not right. It's just not okay. And I cannot live to my purpose or be in integrity if I allow this to happen, if I allow it to go unchallenged, right? And it's everything in between that, but it doesn't have to be contentious. It doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be nasty. And this same kind of engagement is particularly important When you're talking about engaging as leaders around performance, performance of your colleague, performance of your boss, right, upward feedback, performance of your employees, those conversations tend to be difficult because for some reason, it's really hard to tell people the truth in a way that can be heard because we tend to talk about that in terms of someone's character as opposed to the behavior we're trying to correct but you get to choose how you show up to those two. Are you showing up with the intent to improve performance or are you showing up with the intent to really get somebody's attention and to make them understand who's boss? And only you can be honest with you about that intent. No one else can tell you what you really meant, but your intent shows through your words and through your actions because people will listen to what you say, but they will believe what you do. That engagement and how you engage and when you engage and with whom you engage says a lot about you, what's important to you, what's intrinsic to your character, right? What values you stand by and who you are. It says a lot about you, how you choose to engage. And so as I responded to this person, I didn't really think about it until the t- kind of the tail end of the conversation or the tail end of my response. It was like, you know, there was a point in time in this last six years in, in doing this business that I absolutely would have just deleted it or just ripped him, and just moved on and said, that's not that's not OK. You're not listening. All, all the things I like to think that I have matured and I believe that you are mature leaders as well. None of us is perfect. Not a single one of us is perfect. And we have opportunities to do better every time. And so this time my choice was to do better. This person had a perspective. It's their perspective, it's their opinion. Far be it for me to tell them that their opinion is wrong. But the whole point of my show is perspective. So it is well within my brand, within my intent to broaden a perspective and say, you know, both things absolutely can be true because they can. Both things can be true. Now they may not be true both at the same time, but most of the time there are two sides to every story. Sometimes it absolutely is an intellectual argument. Sometimes it is just a a nervous system response. We are acting out of habit. We are acting out of safety. We are acting out of experience and exposure and, because we do know how to think, because we do have intellectual capacity, because we do have the ability to make choices, we get to choose how we want to engage. We get to choose how we want to show up and how we want to interact with the other person, including choosing to walk away from an argument or from a person or both, and how we walk away from that. Because sometimes the walk away is the nice Keanu Reeves. You're exactly right. Reeves, you're exactly right. And sometimes the walk away is, I'm done. This conversation is over. Let's pick it back up when we both lowered our blood pressure and can really listen to each other. I've had that conversation too. It's really important that we understand how we're, we're willing to engage. The other story I will tell you, um, for those of my corporate folks, um, and this was pretty early in my career. This is when I was at Deloitte and we were working with a client and this particular client was having some issues. And so we were trying to get a bunch of stuff done and this person at this client was responsible for some work. And I was waiting on this work in order to complete my part of the work. Now that's the person that works for the client and I'm the consultant. And so I walk into this room and and we've been engaging for, for months at this point, right? Great person good at what she does, I mean, all the things, right? There was no issue there from a competency or any of that, none of that, but she didn't have her stuff ready. And so I was getting pressure and and it wasn't stuff that I could do. So we had this meeting and I'm like, I just need to, I need to understand, you know, what what the timeline is, where we're going, because I need to adjust some things. And I was pretty, matter of fact, or pretty clear, I was unemotional, because um, I tend to be when in business, just unemotional, just just let's talk about what the what the issue is, right? Because it's not personal for me in that situation. It, I wasn't blaming her. I just knew the, the responsibility was hers. And so I don't care what it is this, that's delaying it. Just let me know when it's going to be ready. And then we'll move on from there, right? We, you don't have to give me all kinds of stories and excuses and all that. Mm-mm. Just just Let's just go from here forward. All of a sudden, she burst into tears. I mean, like sobbing. I just don't understand. I don't know how I can get this done. I mean, nothing to do with me, right? Sobbing. This is important, but I need some help doing this. And And finally I said, I'm gonna stop you. I can see you're really upset. And I think I had a box of Kleenex somewhere. I was like, here's this. I'm gonna let you get yourself together. And when you're ready, just let me know and I'll be back. And I got up and left, right? Y'all, I couldn't do it. Now, part of that is I remember my very first job when I called my dad and burst down into tears and he hung, he hung up on me. And I was like, uh-uh, don't do that. You find somewhere, you get yourself together, you figure it out and you come back. Don't ever let them see you cry, right? So part of that is, is that. But the other part is all of that had nothing to do with me. It also had nothing to do with the thing that we had to get done, but it was real for her. It was real for her. And by my continuing to engage in that, it will become more about all of that as opposed to what we needed to accomplish. So it wasn't without compassion that I just got up and walked away. It was, she is clearly distraught and needs a minute. I am not the person in the position, nor with the capacity to be able to be that person for her. But what I can do is give her a minute. I can give her a minute. I can ask her no questions. I can take a pause. I can move away and just give her time to get herself together so that when she's calm and ready, then we can have the conversation again. So the conversation is gonna happen, but it doesn't have to happen right now. So I chose to walk away from that particular engagement so that my engagement with her was one that could maintain a level of professionalism. Now, I later got a thing, I heard you made so-and-so cry, right? Small offices, right? I heard you made so-and-so cry, and I was like, no, 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 no. That is not what happened here's what happened, right? And they're like, yeah, we're just giving you a hard time. We know. I'm like, okay, I just, but, but she's okay now. We got the things done, we got a timeline. But I didn't have to engage in the death spiral with her, right, that emotional cycle that just takes us to our most base level. I didn't have to engage with that, and I chose not to. I also chose to honor that she was in a space where she needed space. I didn't keep forcing the situation. I didn't sit there and say, stop crying. What are you crying about? We got something to do. Go, go, just, just keep going. We're going to keep going. You'll be all right. I didn't do that either. I didn't negate or diminish or minimize her feelings and her sentiments in that moment. Something was going on that had nothing to do with me. So I gave her a minute. I understood what was needed. I saw the way the engagement was going. I chose how I wanted to engage and I chose how I wanted to engage with that person because I had to engage with her because of what I needed and I had to have the engagement because of what I needed, but I got to choose how that engagement was gonna happen. Two different ways to engage. But in both of those, I didn't have to come to the fight, right? I didn't have to come to the fight. So I want you guys to think about that a minute. How are you choosing to engage? Who are you choosing to engage with, right? And when are you engaging with them? Just think through those three questions really quickly. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.